I'm Molly Rivera, and this is Behind the Studio Door podcast, a glimpse behind the curtain of working creative professionals in Rochester, New York, both their physical processes as well as some of their internal emotional processes that get them where they're trying to go. And this is my co-host. Christian Rivera. Hello. Hi. (laughs) And we've also got our producer, Chris, here. Hello, hello. It's a beautiful day in Rochester. We're finally, finally in the fall time. It's actually cool outside. Who knew? It seems like it. It went from 90 to 70 to 42. Oh, it's it's just beautiful. Just beautiful. Just gorgeous. I'm still in denial. Just wearing shorts for as (laughs) long as I can. Yeah, so Christian lived in San Diego when he was in the film industry for however many years, and he still has like a month of time where I tell him, today is the day that you need layers, and he's like, nah, it's going to be fine. See, I'm the the opposite. I, I grew up in Buffalo and I had oh, see, more than it. a full year where I did not wear pants. Because <laughs> the snow was like eight feet deep. I mean, it's just nonsense. It's, short, it's shorts weather all year round. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, there is that East Coast thing of like dudes in their shorts and then their, you know, hoodies or whatever. Just trying to be as comfortable for as long as possible. I don't like wearing pants. That's my problem. It's just dudes being guys, right? Just dudes being bros, you know? Dudes being dudes. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. So so dudes being dudes, what do you dudes think about what's going on in the creative community in Rochester these days? I'd love to know your take, Chris. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. You're all up in it. Yeah, I think in, uh, in our intro episode, we were talking about it very briefly, but um, there's, I, I think I found in the last, you know, six months to a year that there's a groundswell of people doing the work here in Rochester. Um, and not just the work of creating their own thing, but creating things that are for others. Um, and it seems like we've all started to become associated together. Um, one as part of the Lunch of Our Podcast Network, which we are um, all part of this fantastic new podcast network officially launching soon. But it um, is official. We are a community. It is. <laughs> but I, I think I think it's there's something to be said for all the people that I've personally gotten associated with that are the ones who are really taking that mantle and moving it forward and taking it earnestly and saying, Hey, building community is what we're doing. It's not just, Hey, we're doing a thing that's for me. This Mm -hmm. is a thing for everybody, but it's the thing that's changing. I think it's changing people's minds. Um, there's always been the sentiment here in Rochester saying, Christian, you said you, you know, I haven't been here for that long. Yeah. Um, there's always been the sentiment in Rochester. Oh, you got to get out of here. You got to get out of Rochester. There's nothing to do in Rochester. You know, it's, it's a boring place. You got to go to a big city. You got to mm-hmm. go do this. Mm-hmm. There's, I think there's always been this groundswell of negativity mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. being here. Yeah. And I think a lot of cities like us, um, from Buffalo to Cleveland to Milwaukee, um, you know, cities like that. There's always been this some something of that going on. Mm-hmm. And I think there's there's a mindset that's changing here. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a fascinating time to be talking about this stuff because 
it seems to be different now. And I'm not sure you felt the same thing because mm-hmm. you, you've been here for a long time. Have yeah. you always been here? I, I have not always been in the city. I'm definitely one of those transplants from the near country of Farmington, Victor, New York, <laughs> you know, but yeah. same, same general area. And I'm one of those people who, yeah, has been in the area for my entire life, you know, besides some travel and things here and there. But it's been interesting because for me, I felt that way about kind of being out in the sticks, you know, the rural area. And then coming to Rochester was exciting because it was like, oh, this is like the big city, even though it's a small town, kind of a big city, you know. Um, and I have noticed bits of that shift, especially in the last couple of years. It's really interesting. And it seems like it depends on who you talk to sometimes as well, because it's like depending on who a person is and what they're doing, they kind of have a different take on whether like this city is worth living in or creating in, you know? Um, But I definitely in the last few years, especially have noticed a groundswell, like you said, of people wanting more creative community and really like doing things together. I know that that's why I wanted to start this podcast in the first place and do it with you and with Christian Mm -hmm. and with community is that I was just sick of doing things on my own (laughs) and we're all here, you know, it's like we might as well work together. It's, it's a very odd thing to, um, you know, I think you had mentioned before you'd done solo podcasting a lot, Christian, like, a whole different feel isn't it it's mm-hmm. a different feel it's it's nice to be able to banter and and feed off of each other it's this this creative aliveness that that's been coming out through this process with you guys and that's why like i'm really excited to get other artists in because as we have those interview conversations uh, it's just it's it's keeping it so that i can bring everybody to me instead of having to navigate the city and figure out where everybody is because i'm not as good at that mm-hmm. molly has great connections and you are really someone that has introduced me to so many amazing creative people. And I've been so impressed by Rochester and its creative community of people that I had that impression when I got here too, where I was like, this feels like a city that people would want to get out of. It's like a Cleveland vibe. It's just (laughs) like, there's nothing going on here. It's like an industrial city. Everyone talks about Kodak, like, okay, what else is there? (laughs) But, but over time I've been here for what, six or seven years now. And over time I've really gotten to know not only the amazing group of artists that are proliferating the city and, you know, beautifying the city or being a part of building these communities now with like Chris being a part of building this podcast network and really like a a pride for Rochester that I've really at first felt a little bit awkward about. I was like, why, why are you so proud of this city? It's kind of weird. It's dark. It's like, it's, it's, there's so much winter here. It's not very <laughs> exciting to me, but uh, it's really grown on me as something that like the, that, that breeds this creativity because there is this like push and pull a little bit between, do I want to leave this town or do I want to try to make something of my time here? And I think enough people with like very similar motivations to create something with their time here, especially when they're in like long winters, you know, using that time. I think it's all really interesting. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because I actually make that joke a lot, especially when I was doing more art markets and things like that, where I would joke that Rochester has probably got so many creatives and artists because we have such a long winter. Like, it's like, oh, we need something to do for seven, eight months when it's dark and there's (laughs) no sun. It's grim and depressing, right? And then Uh we all like come alive in the summertime and bring our wares 
wares out to, you know, the flea market or whatever. But I think that there's more to it than that. And I, and I don't quite know what it is, which is part of why we're doing this podcast is like, it does seem like the more people I meet, the more nodes of connection are opened up and the more layers of creative community I find. Like a couple of years ago, I was hanging out with a lot of, you know, like the comic book artists that are in Rochester and there's a huge number of them. And then there's wrestlers in Rochester. We mentioned last episode, there's comedians, there's lots of visual artists, there's podcasters. Like it's kind of wild how many different types of creatives are here. And like little groups and little specialties. Yeah. You know, like these little... You've, and food you've taken, and drink, too. Food and drink. You've taken me to these little, like, zine expos of sorts, like, where people are making their own little comic books. They're, mm-hmm. And often, just because they're trying to either get their name out there or because they just love what they do so much, they're just giving a lot of stuff away for free just like samples like they've given stuff to our kids to just like here's a here's a look into what it like these little zines are and what what this world is like and and encouraging young kids too with workshops and and all sorts of different opportunities for for kids to get involved in creativity i think that's a beautiful thing Mm -hmm. well and it's it's so weird that you brought it up brought up comics um i think it was on one of our uh one of our sister shows punches and popcorn they were talking about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, which has, you know, a little bit of that, I mean, vaguely martial arts. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it turns out that, like, for a long time, like, uh, one of the, you know, one of the main creators of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic actually lives here in Rochester. What? what? Uh, Sophie Campbell. I think, uh, I think, uh, uh, I'm not sure. I think they just finished a, they just finished their run uh, oh. as being one of the, one of the main creative voices in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the the comic scene. That's awesome. Oh, um, get and Sophie Campbell on the show, Rochester based, <laughs> and somebody who like just finished an amazing yeah. run is being super involved with what everybody's perceiving as you know kind of a renaissance of that. Yeah, you know what people think of as a renaissance of that, but not. Right. You know, those that love it every day. Well, right. But the kind of stuff that's sitting in the background here in Rochester that people don't know about. Well, I think that's such an amazing like point in, in that it's not just artists in terms of like people who are ambitious and wanting to be an artist. It's like people who are professionals and they're in they've worked for different clients or they've they're in the 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 sphere of, of selling stuff mm-hmm. and selling their wares and, and making zines and they're like active in in their professions like that that's a i love seeing all of that right and there there's i'm i'm always surprised at the no no end to the amount and the different types and like i'm thinking of my friend clayton cowles who's a letterer for you know like dc and marvel stuff and that it's not just like small town rochester but it's really rochester is such a proving ground and such a fertile ground for all of these other industries and it's really intriguing to me like i don't really understand why it is the way that it is you know I think there's something to be said for opportunity. Yeah. Um, in a lot of cities that we've mentioned, like we're, like I said, we're talking about Buffalo and Cleveland and Milwaukee mm-hmm. and, you know, Cincinnati and cities like that. There's so much opportunity still. Mm-hmm. And it can seem, it can seem desolate without these huge things going on all the time. But it's also an opportunity, like, like the fact that we, I've, that we, we can have this, um, I can have the studio in my house. Right. Yeah. Um, it's not a thing you can say in a large city, Mm -hmm. like having something like this in your house would be, you know, an insane luxury. Right. Um, we're in Rochester. We can do stuff like this just because we 
want to. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, you know, when you started nominate meals here in Rochester, we started because we wanted to and because we could do it without running ourselves into the ground. Mm-hmm. But there's something you said for opportunity here where you can live a artistic life and have the chance of living a, a reasonably comfortable lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, obviously things are changing quickly with, you know, the housing <laughs> market and everything else here, but yeah. mm-hmm. like it's still so much easier to live that life here than it is in a large city mm-hmm. in the uh, huge city in the, in the U S yeah. And it's, it's a really interesting cross section too. Like even the fact that we have so much green space here, which is something that I love about Rochester. It's like we have just enough city, but we're also right on Lake Ontario and right on this port of all of this like trade and commerce. And we've got like, you know, the Erie canal and all of this history. And it's just, it's really, it's a really interesting place to be. And it seems like there's a lot of people starting to stream in lately. Um, you were talking about the housing market changing and I'm like almost at a place right now where I'm like, oh, don't tell anybody else about how magical <laughs> Rochester is. You know, I don't want them to know. Um, I do love people coming and I'm also like, oh no. Well, like <laughs> don't I, don't, I don't know if the word hipster is a dirty word and like, but, <laughs> but there's a little bit of that vibe in terms of like, let's keep this underground. Let's keep this like where it doesn't get too big. And like, it's almost like a, um, I mean, you can tell me if this is the case, but it's like Rochester is like wanting to keep its scrappiness. Like yeah. there's a, there's a motivation of being the underdog of being a smaller city of being overlooked and it's cold winters and it's, it's not particularly quote unquote special relative to other bigger named cities. Like there's, I, I feel like there's, I'm curious to explore if that, if there's a motivation there for other artists to like both not only stay here, but what, but encourages them to create something interesting. And then someone finds out that came from a Rochester artist. Like who is that person from this city? Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it's interesting because Rochester feels really unique in a lot of ways. Like even down to like the architecture, like you drive through the city and you're like, no two houses are the same. Whereas, you know, you're in Philly and you can go down a bunch yeah. of streets and every house is exactly this. It's all the row town homes, home right? after town home um, after row home after but row home. I, yeah. That scrappiness. I'm glad that you mentioned that. Cause that definitely feels like a hallmark of this creative community where there's a real affinity for yeah, we can like take the materials, these raw materials that we have, whether it's like land or buildings that we can remake in a new way instead of tearing them down and like completely starting over. It's like there's this scrappiness of organic, you know, creating new things from old materials as opposed to burning it all down and starting completely over. It seems like Rochester has this affinity for DIYing. Well, I think it's also we've hit, you know, for a long time, Rochester was the, you know, the haughty neighbor of Buffalo, right? Because mm-hmm. we had, we had the tech industries, right? We had the, we had the huge, you know, multinational corporations that were still alive in Rochester. So we felt, you know, we felt there was a, and I, I lived in Buffalo at that point. So I grew up mm-hmm. in the South towns of Buffalo, close to the country. And, you know, it was more of a industrial town with the steel and everything else. I think the downturn was earlier in Buffalo was earlier in Pittsburgh. It was earlier in Cleveland Mm -hmm. and ours was later. Mm -hmm. Ours was later because we had, you know, the more you talk to creatives here in Rochester, lived here their whole lives, you know, it's 
Kodak parents and Xerox parents and Baushalam parents. Mm-hmm. Um, so many because it was everybody. It wasn't one or two. It was the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and our fall happened later. Yeah. So, you know, the groundswell of positivity that you go to Buffalo and I think there's something to be said for traveling to similar cities, traveling to places like Milwaukee and Cincinnati and Cleveland and Pittsburgh. And you can see the different ways the cities are recovering. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of positivity in all of the cities. It's not just one. Yeah. It's all of them. Right. Mm-hmm. But they're all different. And they, yeah. all, they all grew and they're recovering differently. And Buffalo's positivity came earlier. Buffalo loves itself mm-hmm. in a way that we don't or we yeah. haven't mm-hmm. a lot until more recently because our fall was more recent. Mm-hmm. And it's hard, it's hard to love when you're still remembering all, you're remembering the you know, the haughty big corporate times right. uh-huh. of what we were, um, but we're not right. anymore. And I think we're, we're starting that positive journey mm-hmm. of loving ourselves in a way that's sustainable yeah. and not, you know, not waiting for things to come back, but building what we want mm-hmm. Rochester to be today. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's fascinating to talk about that because it's, it really is, it's the positivity journey mm-hmm. that I think many of us are on personally mm-hmm. right, um, and struggling with every day uh-huh. as creatives and doing this stuff. The positivity journey never stops mm-hmm. and it's always full of road bumps. <laughs> yeah. And it feels like that emergence is so apparent, like the idea of each person individually we're all on that journey, right? Especially in this time now, post pandemic, where we've all, you know, completely been upturned in a bunch of ways. And like, we're really going inward and figuring out, okay, who am I? And what do I do as a creative? And what's the next thing? And what do I do if nothing looks the same as it did before? And it's interesting seeing that emergence of all of that coalescing collectively with Rochester and other small cities like us, where it's just like, oh, we're really taking the the raw materials of the individuals that we are and the community that we are, and then asking those questions all together. And then it looks different, you know, city to city based on what's actually there. And I think that's really beautiful. It's like, those are like the makings of a Renaissance moment. You know, it's like after everything kind of burnt down and, uh, you know, Kodak Xerox and like Bausch and Lom stuff still being in the last generational memory. It's like, okay, so what's this next wave going to be? What's it going to look like if we get to co-create it, right? So it's like Rochester is going through its eat, pray, love situation. Oh. Like it went through a divorce <laughs> and it had to give a bunch of stuff away and then it has to deal with some grieving and finding itself. And then through that, it's like, oh, I'm a new person. I've got new life. There's new opportunity. I can create new things. I can I can start a cupcake shop. Like, I don't know, whatever. Like it just, that feels like the trajectory of Rochester. Can, can, can we start a frozen yogurt shop after that too? Yes. And, uh... <laughs> Yes. And have it all have all of them <laughs> closed down. Right. Um, I, I was I was thinking, um, you know, we were we we're thinking about all these things like, oh, these slogans, these trademarks. I was thinking of something that maybe we could trademark about, you know, what is Rochester right now? Something I think has definitely never been used before. Mm-hmm. Something in the lines of 
Raw is Rochester. <laughs> um, you know, something yes. something original, something that's yeah, yeah. completely fresh. Yeah. Well, it is Monday night, so Monday Night Rochester. Oh, yeah. is Monday, Monday Night Rochester. I, I think is the new name of this podcast, <laughs> actually. Especially if we're going to be recording on Sorry, Monday behind night. the studio Welcome doors. Monday Night Rochester. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Monday Night Rochester is, is, is where we're going with this. <laughs> we might accidentally build a fan base of a lot of wrestling fans who don't even care about the creative stuff at all just because we're going to end up talking about wrestling. That's fine. So if that, end, that ends show. up being a side quest and we start Monday Night Rochester as a hey, new podcast. I if, love it. If those marks want to subscribe and and pay and uh, you know help uh, help support art in Rochester. Heck yeah. You know they can mark out all day the any day of the week. We're fine with it. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. You're going to hear me saying that, you're going to hear me saying that a lot. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. It's just it's fantastic. It's going to be on the board. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah, brother. Oh, I'm I'm going to make a whole separate board and anytime you ask me to chime in it's going to be let me talk to you. Yeah. yeah. Every time. So, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> yeah. I I saw basically I I saw a meme that was like men's mental health could be solved by just saying hell yeah brother to each other and <laughs> I just keep saying that over and over it's a beautiful thing <laughs> every time it makes you feel a little bit better about the world it mm-hmm. really does but um yeah it, this this is a fascinating little microcosm of the mentality of where all this stuff goes cuz all all of us just I, I love I love the diversions I love the I love the side stuff because this mm-hmm. is this is the mind in process with this kind of stuff. None of it's linear. None of it's, none of it's perfect. All this stuff is, you know, all the creative process can be a mess. Mm-hmm. It can just be a mess sometimes. It is a fucking mm-hmm. mess. <laughs> I really, I have like on my board of my inspiration board in front of me in my studio, there's actually a um, a picture of like a bunch of crumpled up paper and it says a fucking mess. And then it's like X'd out and it says the creative process. <laughs> and that's the, you know, it's our wrap up reminder of just like, yeah, it's a mess and it's beautiful. And I we mean, love it. I, you know, we kind of loosely talked about what this podcast is going to be about. And I just knew that I wanted it to be fun. Like I, I just, hell wanted yeah, the brother. Em- hell yeah, brother. <laughs> like I just wanted the emergent to be this like, I don't know, bantery good time and we'll see what happens. And uh, I, I don't know. I feel like that's my approach to creativity these days. So I'm really curious to continue to see where people are coming from with that mm-hmm. as we go along. On Monday night, Rochester. On Monday night, Rochester. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> this has been a presentation of the Lunchador Podcast Network. Yeah. <laughs>